Okay. Well, here we are. Yet again. Here's another exciting episode of Behind the Timeline with me, again, America's Sweetheart, Scott. And as always, my even lovelier, even more America's sweetheart wrist. Those were not words. No. Um, Lindsay. <laughs> I am here. Those were not words. Those um, weren't words. We are both a little bit drunk on this Friday night. And yeah. that's fine. Because What If is still on TV, so we're allowed to drink. It's true. <laughs> I, dude, Like, I feel like each of our reviews is just getting more and more like apathetic towards this show apathy is really the word like i gave and i i actually liked this episode however i sort of liked this like in the moment this was one like you know you ever come out of the theater and you're like oh actually like you know like a couple days later you're like, yeah you have time you have that like clarity <laughs> yeah like in the moment like watching this episode i was like yeah dope 12d chess and then in retrospect i was like does this make sense so we'll, yeah. we'll get into that but before we do, um, let's talk about some of the stuff that's going on this week. Yeah, I'm going to go... So we have a lot of stuff in not a, a, in any particular order, but um, I'm going to start from... But also in the, order. Well, Are you going to start from the bottom? I'm going to start from the bottom. Oh, all right, cool. Yeah. Um, so mainly because I'm excited about this. Um, know, the right? Boys Season 3 officially wrapped, and I cannot fucking wait. I watched a bunch of like the fake Vought 7 on 7 news clips last night. They're so funny, right? They're fucking great, dude. Like, it it's such a good... Like, I love marketing marketing schemes like that. Like, if you ever remember the first, like, found footage, like, blockbuster movie Cloverfield, they did that. Yeah. They made a whole website for the slushy company that the main character worked for. Talking about, like, their satellite and shit. Like, oh, it was amazing. I love that my voice just cracked right there, too. I, it was, really did. <laughs> that was, that was so fun. <laughs> Um, they did it for Blair Witch too. They yes, did it for the did. Matrix. Um, yep. They they do it for Better Call Saul. You get ads for do like really? Poyos Hermanos. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I didn't mm-hmm. know that. It's because Better Call Saul is the best thing on TV. Whoa. Um, but also, yeah, the boys. The yeah. And, and yeah, definitely highly recommend all the VOD stuff. Did you watch A Train's music video? I haven't yet. That's like the last one I'm saving because I it's I so am funny. kind of like super excited about it, but it's I'm also ridiculous. like cringe dreading it. Oh god. That's those are the right emotions. Um, I can't <sighs> wait to talk about the boys season two before season three starts, I and I can't wait to watch season three and. I hope, I know this is like a little bit of an unpopular opinion, but I, I still kind of hope they drop the first three episodes and then go from there. Me too. I, I'm kind of feeling that. Like, they're doing that with Wheel. They're doing that with mm-hmm. uh, Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's the way forward. They do yeah. it with Handmaid's Tale. It's this really nice, like, it gives them a cool storytelling opportunity, too, mm-hmm. to, like, have a little three-part first act of the season. Right, that you exactly. you get right at once, and then you get, like... I just think it's great. I think that's the perfect balance between a weekly show and a Netflix binge dump. So I'm I'm stoked about that. Um, equally stoked about these are things I'll be doing tonight, even though low-key it is kind of late. And I'm like, oh, my God, how much TV am I going to watch tonight? How late, up, uh, how late I am I about to stay, stay up? up all night. You don't have to do anything tomorrow. It's going to be all night because the morning show season two started. <laughs> today and I do believe that the morning show may also be dropping more than one episode at once I'm not positive I have not looked I have been out all night and then now we're doing this but um, 
I don't know. And Sex Education Season 3 also yeah. dropped. So both of those are great shows. I don't know if you're watching either of them, Scott, because I threw these on here. Well, I yeah, you did. Um, <laughs> I just, but, uh, without any approval. I was like, things Lindsay oh, cares no, about. No, yeah, anything that Lindsay cares about goes on here. I don't care. Um, <laughs> it's, it's the Lindsay show, and I'm just the permanent guest. Um, no, uh, it's actually, it's really funny because right after I read this note, um, I went out to the living room. My girlfriend was watching the first like two or three episodes of the first season of sex education. Mm -hmm. And I was like a little intrigued. Like I watched the episode where the two kids go to the party and the one girl from the trailer park finds out that she's pregnant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's all I saw. The last thing I saw was some kid fell off a fence onto the the one kid with the inhaler's mom's car. But and it like it honestly it was I don't know. I just it wasn't enough to keep my interest, but I am also like super particular about British humor. And Yeah. Yeah, this this didn't really seem like British humor so much as like a dark comedy. It's the show's fascinating because it it is a British show made by British people. However, right. it is made to be a bit of like an homage to like eighties rom coms. Like oh, this okay. is supposed to be a John Hughes aesthetic. So the school has like lockers, for instance. Like the mm -hmm. layout of the school is ridiculous. It is absolutely nothing like what you would see in any part of Britain. <laughs> and British people are like, what the fuck? Where do these kids live? And it's, so it's meant to be a little bit surreal like that. Um, it really is supposed to, like, it's, the, the kids are quite British. Their lives feel yeah. really British to me. I lived in the UK. Um, I did my undergrad there for four years. And, like, it feels very British, but the, it also is, like, doing a John Hughes. So that's kind of where some of the weirdness comes from, but it is one of like the wokest things on TV. Like it's just so great. Like all the it does a really good job of balancing like a weekly like sex problem of the week storyline. Yeah. That, somehow. That's kind of how I felt like watching it. I was like this is just going to be like who who got what from who or who got pregnant from who or who said they were sleeping with someone or what it's I don't like know. It's like a it, lot cooler than that. It's a lot more like it's all about it's just super like woke sex stuff, I guess. I don't even know mm -hmm. like but without without spending a wicked amount of time on it, but it's <laughs> it's it's really really cool. Like the it's like kids talking about like ostensibly like real stuff, right? With like all different kinds right, of relationships yeah. and the challenges that they face and like kids realizing that everyone's kind of going through the same thing and uh. like it's it's actually really good and they balance that like story of the week thing with a through line and I'm stoked to watch that tonight. So I really like that show. I would give it a chance. I think it's really I'll, good. I'll definitely look into it. Um, something I know for a fact that I'm going to love, though. Um, yeah, And I'm going to sure. let you talk more about this because the last note is something I want to talk about. But, yeah, because um, yeah, you're going to take the last note for yeah, sure. Um, the um, Hawkeye trailer, which I... Okay, so the only thing I'm going to say I'm going to let you talk is I love that this was featured as like a Christmas-themed Event. I know. I think that's so cool. Yeah. yeah. So I, I really am excited by that. Like, cause we have Christmas movies and like the Hawkeye trailer felt like, um, an ad for a Christmas movie. It did. But it's a Christmas show and Disney plus is this really cool opportunity where like, I don't know that this is actually true if we were to think about it, mm -hmm. but it feels like all the shows on Disney plus are like one season shows. Like it feels like that's totally fine. Like to be like, yeah, this is a Christmas show one season and we yeah. don't expect more right away. I don't feel like our default is to expect multiple seasons. After WandaVision, 
I don't well, feel like that's yeah, been anybody's that's, default. That's true. I mean, we know that Loki is confirmed for a second season. Um, and what if? And what if? Yeah, actually. And Falcon I, and the Winter Soldier has at a minimum the movie. For well, Captain yeah, America, it's going to have Captain right? America 4, which I think is 2024. Yeah, um, so I don't really know, but it doesn't feel like the default. It feels like it can no. do this ad for a Christmas show, yeah. and no one's like, wait, surely it's a Christmas episode. Like, no, this is a Christmas this show. This is a full Christmas show. Well, I and I think that. that's that's the cool thing about it. Well, I wouldn't say the cool thing about it, but like that's that's the whole point is like WandaVision vision led into her inclusion in the Doctor Strange movie. Right. Falcon and the Winter Soldier led into you know the same thing, the Captain, Captain America, America movie. Loki right. while it did introduce all of these other problems and argumentatively it did include supposedly the next big bad in Kang the Conqueror it it kind of stood on its own like it didn't really involve other people like it's other it stories out of time yeah exactly and space, and I think, right so but <clears throat> I think that's also, why we get that expectation that it's going to be or like even when I was watching it like three episodes in I was like oh this is going to get another season well no right. way six episodes could answer this no, and uh, but it also like it opens the multiverse mm-hmm. for everybody else. So yeah. even though Loki is like really contained, it's also related to everything now. Like specifically, what if, right? Oh yeah, which is what we're technically supposed to supposed be talking to be about today. It, However, the, yeah, but I'm excited for Hawkeye after this trailer, and honestly, I, I, I always kind of was because I trust Disney mm-hmm. at this point. I'm like Marvel, Kevin Feige, whatever you do, I'm fucking with you. Tell you prove me otherwise. I have no reason to doubt you. Give yeah. me a Hawkeye TV show. Great. Like, mm-hmm. I've, sounds terrible. Show me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, absolutely. But I'm, like, genuinely really excited for this now. I think it's going to be cool. Um, do you think we're going to see Yelena? I think that she will show up in some capacity. I think, if anything, it's she's... See, I don't know, because it doesn't imply that she's part of it. Like, if you watch the trailer, it's just someone out there is pretending to be Ronan. Right. Who is who Hawkeye was during Endgame? Oh, well, during the, the beginning of Endgame. Right. Uh, yeah, during the decimation. I don't um, know. I feel like she's going to show up at some point. I, I, think but she I don't will. think she's going to be the main bad guy. I don't think it's no. Be I don't like think she's going to be the bad guy at all. I think no. there's going to be a whole episode of her hunting him down, and him being like, "Yo, uh, that's not what happened." <laughs> And then, but, right, I'm like just clear it up. Like, yeah. yeah, he'll answer a question for her, and they'll, you know. Yeah. But I do think she's going to show up, and I'm hoping that Contessa, what's her name, will as well. Oh, lady Valentina. Contessa, Valentina, yeah. I, I'm, <laughs> the lady Contessa, what's her face? That her real name is really Madame hard. Hydra. Whatever, that's yeah. easier for me actually than I don't know. Contessa's mm-hmm. the only word of her name that I can remember. Yeah, that's like the point title. is, Hawkeye's going to be sweet. Yeah. Um, tell us about this less fun piece of news. Yeah, so... Uh, well, okay, so I wanted to add this earlier because I forgot about it, and I feel really bad that I forgot about it, and I I can't believe it's not on the list, but there is actually another Disney Plus show coming in December that I am very excited about. Um, wait, 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 wait. I'm blanking because I feel like I know what it is, and yet I... It's the Book of Boba Fett. Oh my god, wait, that's coming now? Yeah. December not what 2021. I was about. It's I like was the first about, like, episode, some first two other episodes. Bullshit. <sighs> what? Yeah. All right. Well, tell me about that. I know. I just I forgot because at the end of the Mandalorian season two, it ends with this teaser of Boba returning to Jabba's palace with Fennec, 
and yeah. taking over his palace. So now we get to follow Boba Fett and get like the actual screen time that everybody deserved after he was introduced in 1980 and didn't do anything but get hit in the back and flown into a fucking pit in the ground <laughs> in 1983. And everyone loved him anyway. And everyone loved him. Dude, he was a fucking everyone instant classic, man. And he's everyone's favorite Star Wars yeah. character. <laughs> it, was, it was phenomenal. Um... <laughs> But, unfortunately, I do have to get serious for a minute, guys. Um, wait, wait, wait. Before well, you do. Yes. Right before you do. Can right I just ask I you do. a yes or no question that I, like, listeners, I've never asked Scott Oh, yeah, this. absolutely. Like, just, just yes or no, and then give me this bummer news, and we'll just, like, go from there. Yeah. Do you like The Mandalorian? Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? Okay, I love good. The Mandalorian. What okay, the fuck? Okay, all right. I know hardcore Star Wars fans who fucking hate The Mandalorian, so I never know, and I have never asked you that, and I really like The Mandalorian. So anyway, Dude, cool. Good to know. Bring them to me. Right? I am always like, what are you talking I, about? You know who you are, if you're listening. You I, know. I, I cannot like, believe that. And I Okay, I so let me rephrase that. If, if they have... <laughs> If they have problems, there are things I don't like about the Mandalorian. Don't get me wrong. I should have known I couldn't do this yesterday. No. <laughs> well, I'm not going to go into too much detail. I just like for those, like for anybody wondering, and I'll get into this as we get further into the timeline or whatever. I fucking hate Ahsoka Tano. I just that's okay. all I'm going to say. I just I fucking hate Ahsoka Tano. Anyway, now that okay. I'm all revved up, this is, like, not the attitude I should have going into this. Well, I knew that was a controversial question. I was like, well, wait, yeah. let me get this in real quick. I have to know the answer to this. No. <laughs> forgetting to ask you? No, that's totally fine. Um, <laughs> so, when I was a kid, uh, my dad introduced me to Saturday Night Live. And a lot of stand-up comedians. Uh, we used to watch Will Ferrell, Chris Kattan, Molly Shannon all the time. But the thing that I remember watching a lot, too, was... Uh, a show within SNL called Weekend Update and around the time that I was old enough to know like what the news was and like hey you can make fun of the news was like 94 or whatever like uh, 95 96 Um, and that was when Norm MacDonald was on and unfortunately Norm MacDonald passed away earlier this week uh, due to a or after a 10 year this is this blows my mind dude a 10-year battle with cancer. Jesus. And I am, just as the rest of the internet is, willing to call this a tie between Norm and cancer. <laughs> it just, like, it... Cancer's already a big deal in my family. But this was just... This was crazy, man. Like, I, I felt this way when Alan Rickman died. I felt this way when Robin Williams died. Um, yeah. Comedy is a huge deal to me. I love stand-up comedy. I love classic, you know, bro comedies. Uh, I love comedies that don't make sense. Looking at you, Hot Rod. Um, <laughs> <laughs> dude, I love that movie. Um, and it just, like, Norm MacDonald had this, like, way about him. Like, the way he talked. Like, I will always remember him as Burt Reynolds from the SNL skit Celebrity Jeopardy. Where yep. he called himself Turd Ferguson. And I, I just, like... <laughs> I do it, remember that. It was rough, man. Like, I could not believe... It was one of those things, like... It was... Okay. Perfect. It wasn't as impactful to me, because I was just like, what the fuck, when Chadwick Boseman died? Oh, my God. I um, know. Yeah. I, that well, one was crazy, because really, no one like, knew. No one knew. No one expected yeah. that. Same but with Robin Williams, right? Exactly. That was, a, yeah. that was crazy. Yeah, but this was... Um, this was rough. Um, and I just... I want you guys to know, like... You know, I, I love... 
Norm Macdonald. He was one of the original writers for Roseanne before he went to SNL. He had a small stint in a couple movies. Uh, the only one I actually, <laughs> the only one I remember is The Animal with Rob Schneider. He's the, guy, <laughs> he's the dude that lights his torch too early. Yes, a classic, of course, of the, of the late nineties. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, but yeah, yeah it no, was it's definitely sad. Definitely I, a harsh loss. I was not as like familiar with him right away, even though I also watched SNL. I just like I this is one I had to look up to be honest. But it is sad, and I do know I like didn't recognize his name was like i didn't know him super well but when i looked it up i was like oh shit yeah so yeah yeah, that is super sad he's one of those guys that like you know his voice before you know like him yeah well and whenever you said the name of his snl character i'm like yeah i remember that yeah (laughs) (laughs) but anyway let's we're getting we're getting uh we're getting sidetracked here by we're getting away by the news the news Uh, is so much more exciting than what if yeah it kind of is like dude when the show's still on tv <laughs> I, geez, dude i so what if episode six what if yep. killmonger saved tony stark um i was so bored by this episode and just honestly like to a point i was just annoyed this entire episode felt like they were trying so hard to overcomplicate the plot. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people did not like this. I had a really good time while I was watching it. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like, like I, I kind of liked that I was confused. But in retrospect, I'm like, that was a really complicated. Yeah. Like I watched this twice and I still am like, what was mm-hmm. this plan? And like, because it's like, it's a cartoon. It's written like a cartoon. Like, I didn't yeah. have to follow, like, every beat of Killmonger's plan to, like, get what was going on. Right. But also, like, then I tried to, like, pay closer attention, and I still was a little bit like, what? What's <laughs> happening? What was the plan? Like, it, a little bit. You know, Civil War did that, too, and I love Civil War. So, like, I still I still had a good time. I still gave this a reasonably high rating. I just still am kind of exhausted with this show. Like, I want this. T- I'm like, all right, this this was WandaVision six episodes. This could be six episodes. Yeah. I'm like, are we winding this bitch up or what? No, we're actually about to hit the mid-season. Just ridiculous. Yeah. Like, what? Are, how many episodes are there? Twelve. Of the show. No, There's 12 episodes of this? Like, 12 or 14, I think. Jesus I can't remember. Christ. I know. Okay. Uh, And it's not that I'm not liking it. It's just, like, I'm not loving it. I know. Well, that's the thing. Like, I don't... Don't get me wrong. I didn't... Actually, I can't say that because I did kind of hate this episode. I liked this episode. This was okay. This was all right. It's just not, like... It's... There's just... It's nothing to like theorize over and get stoked, and that's what yeah, I want that's, out of my Yeah, I think that's kind show. of the thing. Like, I'm like, okay, it was, <laughs> it exists. There were a couple like little tint, like like small little tidbits of excitement I got. Like, in real life, Michael B. Jordan is a huge anime fan, and so he was like, "What? I like anime," and so he designed it like a you know a mech suit that you would see on like you know the Big O or I really like Gurren Logan or anything like that. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I, and like, well, and he, Tony mentions. Okay, before I even get into that, this Should is we like my, say what this episode was. Or yeah, like, I didn't write summary. For no, it. that's fine. She Honestly, guys, basically the the plot of the story or the the summary of the episode is Killmonger uh, is aware of the Ten Rings attempt to kidnap Tony Stark, and so he infiltrates Tony's inner circle by saving his life, supposedly being in the area. 
and picking up the missile and throwing it away so it doesn't kill Tony. Um, and then, you know, Killmonger ends up becoming, like, almost his best friend, and they... Tony's, like, you know, instead of having this revelation and building the Iron Man suit and wanting to undo all the war that he caused, he wants to build bigger and better to protect the people he saw die. Because the soldiers still die. He still is almost about to get blown up by this missile. Um, But then it turns out that Killmonger is playing 48D chess and he's got some backup plan. He outs Obadiah Stane like right in the beginning. I thought that was awesome. Um, I did think that was really cool because he like, I knew that. right away. Yeah, yeah he did. Well, like I thought it was interesting how like I'm like, all right, so it's it's not like what if Killmonger t- killed Tony, right? Like it's totally what if Happy doesn't get promoted to head of yeah, security? Basically, what if <laughs> Pepper doesn't become the COO? Yeah, like it. They so they make Killmonger chief of security, yeah. right? And then who do they make CFO? Or there's some nonsense. So Somebody not who it was supposed to be. It implies, I think, well, like, they say it one time, but I'm pretty sure Tony implies that he wants Killmonger to be COO. And here's another issue that I took with this episode. Up to this point, no Marvel properties have just outright called their villains or their heroes by their hero name. Right. Like, Cap doesn't call Tony Iron Man when he's talking to him. They don't refer to Killmonger in the Black Panther movie, Killmonger. They call him Eric, because that's his real fucking name. Right. They call him Killmonger only when they're reading his CIA dossier. Um, this They call him Killmonger all the fucking time. And right off the bat, I was just like, this feels so weird. Like, so out of place. I didn't notice it. I felt like I was hearing them call him Eric a lot. They call him Eric every now and then, yeah. Like, when Tony talks to him, they call him Eric. Um, But, like, if Happy was talking about him or Shuri was talking about him. um, And I'll get to Shuri in a minute because that was another thing that kind of drove me nuts. Yeah, I wanted to do the math on that. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, so I I guess whatever they did, it's like Tony, who doesn't learn anything, just totally Mm. sucks. Like, Tony is such an asshole. He is. And I do... I do think that it kind of makes sense that he wouldn't change that much. I saw. I think I saw your note on this, right? That it was like, why is he not still affected by like seeing this happen? Like, why doesn't he want to turn it around on the war stuff? Like, I feel like he just doubles down. I don't think he goes through enough to like go all the way to like we're not going to do this. Oh anymore. no! I yeah, I totally get that. Like, I'm I'm totally behind him not having this life changing moment. What I'm not behind, first of all. Um, a lot of the voice acting in this episode did not work for me. I would have never known that was supposed to be Pepper if they didn't keep calling her Pepper. Yeah, but the pe- Pepper was weird for me. Like, I I thought that the voice actor actually did okay for Pepper. I, the only... Okay. Oh, I say okay and not great, right? The only mm. reason that I suspected that it might be Pepper <laughs> is the voice. <laughs> But I had to wait until the scene where she's with Don Cheadle out on the balcony oh, yeah. and he calls her Pepper. Yeah. And I was like, okay, no, it's definitely Pepper. But I, <laughs> I, I only suspected that it might be because of the voice. So I thought it was okay because it got me there. But it was they're perfectly passable. I mean, we've seen these guys on screen for how long? Yeah. Like, I can't even hate it too much. I'm like... We've seen them in, like, 20 movies. I mean, Jarvis is back. Michael B. Jordan is back. Chadwick Boseman has his final role. Or this supposedly that's end, not yeah. true. Really? Um, I thought, apparent- like, surely this was it. I thought no, only because 
if you watch the trailer for the mid-season, uh, like, teaser or whatever, it implies mm-hmm. that the Watcher brings all of them together. So it's bringing, like, Star-Lord T'Challa, Thanos, uh, Gamora, which we haven't seen yet. I think that's how the season's going to end. Yeah, and it's, like, Gamora, Thanos. She has, like, the yeah. Thanos thing. She's got Thanos' blade. It's fucking sick. Well, and there's this Hyundai ad out about it. Oh, yeah, with right? Thor in the car. Yeah. Yeah, and then so I'm definitely hearing that there's, like, a party Thor episode. Yeah. And so... I'm like, okay, so is that next week? And we get something a little bit lighter and then move into, like, I don't know, whatever the fuck the backpack for this season is. I have no idea what's going on. All I know is, like, watching all the trailers, everybody, when they're grouped together, is fighting Ultrons. Which is cool. Like, I Mm -hmm. would be super down for... I would be down for everybody getting together. And I like how the Watcher now, like, he's not a face in the sky. He's, like, a dude in the sky now. Which is cool. Like, he's not... He's, like, just right there. He's there. You know he's not just, like, part of the skylight or anything. Which, I think it's cool, but I also did like seeing him that way. Because it did show, like, dude, this guy's just, like, watching. But now he's starting to get, like, more and more involved. And you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah, and um, it's got to be him that would, like, put everybody together, right? Yeah. Which yeah, I exactly. think that would be cool. Like, if we're building towards something, I definitely care a lot more. I I think that would be cool. I'm hoping that that's what's happening. Yeah. Also, Strange Supreme is what I was trying to say the other day. Remember, I was oh, like, there's Strange some Supreme, name yeah. Yeah, for the bad one. And yeah. I was, like, all drunk and couldn't figure it out. That's what it was. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I figured it out today, like three. I did. I got later. it. I wrote it down. I was like, "Shit, make sure," because I was talking <laughs> some bullshit that night. But no, it was strange, supreme. Um, but I, I am very glad about that because I would very much like for this episode to have a sequel. Like, I, and then I realized that there is going to be a season two of this. So I'm like, oh, yeah. maybe I marginally care a little bit more. Like, that's cool. Maybe we'll get, like, second episodes of some of these episodes in season two. So, but I would have very much liked a sequel to this one. I liked the Pepper and Sherry stuff at the end. Like, I... So... I mean, should we talk more about his plan and this just ridiculousness of, like, the, yeah, the, like, 12D chess leading him to, like, triple cross everybody? Dude, I... If anybody's listening to this that doesn't remember the original Killmonger plan, the original Killmonger plan was to get in good with Ulysses Claw, who held the stolen vibranium. From there, Claw believed that he was just going to be like this mercenary guy that was going to steal shit with him. But after they returned to the airstrip, uh, Killmonger literally killed the whole crew. The chick that he was supposedly dating or in love with or whatever, the driver, and Claw. Oh, yeah. And then he grabbed Claw's body and used Claw's body to show he meant, you know, like, hey, I'm serious, uh, to Wakanda. And he basically used being the son of T'Chaka's brother as, like, his, like, I want to challenge the throne... I want to liberate, you know, all of our other oppressed people across the planet. You guys have all this power and you've done nothing with it. This one, however, is only marginally similar. And I only say marginally because he only mentions the suppressed people across the planet one time. And it's at the end of the episode when he's talking to the spirit of T'Challa. 
No, I'm sorry. He says it twice. He says it a little bit earlier in the episode, and then he says it later, and I'm just like, dude, okay. Um, But the majority of the episode, it literally just looks like he's going after power. Because the first person he betrays is Tony by way of killing Rhodey and T'Challa. Which I thought was really dumb, because why was T'Challa there? Because T'Challa wasn't there originally. Yeah, this is a different universe. Yeah. All kinds of shit is different, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. With that, I'm like, yeah, but that's the point. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, no, I, I know. You're and not that, wrong, I'm not though. like. You're not wrong. Yeah, I'm not I, splitting hairs on that one, but. It's. Yeah, but you're not wrong, though. But I. I don't know. I feel like his whole deal was just to. Like. To get with Tony so that he could have like the resources to yeah, create so he can make his these drone plan, so that he could like fake, fake this invasion, be the hero. Yeah, fake the invasion and get into Wakanda. Like this is his plan to rule Wakanda. It's like a slightly like more oversaturated plan. Yeah, right. It's just like a little bit crazier. Like it's it makes him look better to the Wakandans, right? Yeah. It's like a way to do this that leaves him being like accepted rather than like I'm gonna come in and straight murder the prince. And well, and at this point, T'Chaka's still alive. Right. It's like a whole different yeah. situation. Right? So he's probably like, dude, I killed your dad. I feel really bad. Um, I'm gonna do everything I can to make this right by b- trusting in this nephew of mine um and that i think that's what made me hate the end of this episode is i think it's interesting that you hated it i liked it he gets this is another episode where things just go perfectly without an issue and it was the exact same way with t'challa as star lord he didn't have to fight Thanos because he talked him into it and they were all just friends. He was supposed to get captured by the Collector so that he could break out and destroy everything from the inside and everything went perfectly well and nothing was a problem and everybody was like, ha ha ha. And then he got it reaccepted by the Wakandans when he returned to Earth. And then this one, like, dude, he doesn't, he doesn't face opposition in any way. Because everything he planned, that I think that's my biggest problem. Is it makes like Killmonger? Killmonger, in this one yeah. Doesn't? It yeah. makes Killmonger seem like a super genius. I know. Well, that's what they're trying to put forward, right? That's why it's that's in in like the reality that they're presenting us, where he's yeah. this smart. That's why it like makes sense, right? Like maybe that's the Nexus event. Is yeah. he's a genius in this version? Because honestly, it's a smarter plan. Right, well, the yeah, original I mean, plan sucks. It's also happening way trash. earlier in the timeline yeah. than the original plan, which could account also, for like how T'Challa is there, right? Well, like, yeah, I mean, T'Chaka like has mo- yeah, T'Challa is there. He knows that the sale's going down or whatever. Like we didn't even know that he existed at this point in yeah. the timeline, in that right? So who knows? Like yeah, because that was Ultron. We only knew yeah. about Wakanda because uh, Banner said something about well, the tattoo. Well, isn't yeah? Isn't this taking place like closer to? Like, this is Iron Man, so this is the very beginning of everything. It's way before Ultron. Yeah, this is... It's Iron Man. Iron Man 1. Yeah, this is basically just Iron Man 1 taking over. Um, It also, like, maybe fast-forwards the timeline a little bit, but not that far. So I'm like, okay, so it's Yeah, not enough to affect, like, other people. No, but enough for, like, everyone still to be... 
operating. Well, yeah, like the they're, yeah, story. everybody was still around. Like Obadiah so Stane was still alive and all that stuff. But. So what's the math on Shuri then? Right. So I saw like this was your comment on Shuri. Right. Is the she age? looks like a little fucking kid, man. Like yeah, she it, does. I, I liked that. I thought that was. I want to do the math though, because when I saw it, I was like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense." Sure, he would be younger. This is however long before. It's like ten years earlier, right? So I'm gonna go into the timeline. Like, how old is she in Black Panther? That's what like I'm looking 17? at Seventeen. Right Eighteen. So Black 21? Panther came out in 2018. Okay. The original Iron Man came out in uh, 2008. Okay. So, she is, I want to say, 17 or 18 in Black Panther. So, she'd be, like, 8. Yeah. In this. So, like, it totally makes sense, right? She is a little girl. I saw that and I was like, yeah, totes. Like, uh, she's, she's 18. She'd be young. Yeah, yeah, so she would have been 8. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. Uh, the actress, Letitia Wright, was 18. Uh, however, okay, so but even if Shuri is twenty one, she's still only eleven, right? In during Iron Man one, right? So I'm uh, like, yeah, I thought that looked about right. I thought she looked around like between ten and twelve. Yeah, that I mean, yeah, but I don't know. I this was another issue I had with Shuri in the MCU in general is the MCU is trying to make her the smartest person on the planet. And yeah, totally. It's That's not how it is. Like, I... I mean, there's people... She is very intelligent. Don't get me wrong. She is arguably one of the smartest people on the planet. She ran that entire laboratory in Wakanda. She, yeah, I buy that, like, the privileged genius living in the place with the most technology access in the world with all of the like more access than anybody in Wakanda and she's a genius I buy that she's a super super genius with all the access and privilege and just everything that she has and the desire to do it no I'm not I'm not saying I don't buy it I totally do like yeah she's obviously like she is set up for this genius plot and I get that that's fine I'm okay with that what I take issue with is the MCU has actively dumbed down Bruce Banner since he first showed up. He was insanely yeah. intelligent in the first Avengers movie. He was goofier, but he was just as smart in Age of Ultron. He figures out time travel in Endgame, more or less. Tony does. No, Bruce would have totally got there. They were like halfway there. Well, when they yeah, had time okay, but they couldn't like, Yeah, they couldn't solve the problem of them coming back like de-aged or overaged. They were working on it. He still was. He was as close as anybody else got. Right? Like they were no, like, Bruce, know, can you I... travel through time? And he's like, sure. And they basically do it. Like I was pretty impressed by the Hulk. I get what you're saying though. He's not a super genius. Like Tony is put out to be the super super genius who can just do anything. Well, and, and like he Shuri. and Tony work together to solve the like portal problem in Avengers. He helps Tony mm-hmm. create this like beyond man's capabilities like intelligent AI in Ultron. And then in Ragnarok, they just make him fucking stupid. Yeah, they do. In Ragnarok they do, but it's like 
I don't know, Ragnarok was so cool. <laughs> no, I'm not saying, that. like, I'm not, I'm not talking about the movie. I'm just talking about, like, the character. He just, Bruce, like... Bruce, sure. He's so overwhelmed, and he's the Hulk most of it. Yeah. I totally forgive him for not being... A, and he, like, he does use his PhDs to fly the spaceship. You know what I mean? Like, that's better than a non-genius would do if you put me oh, in that well, position, yeah. and then you were like, fly this orgy ship, and we'd all be dead. Ragnarok would have ended right then. Yeah. Like, I mean, he did okay. <laughs> like, in that, given the situation he was in. No, I know. And I'm not, I'm not like, trying to say, like... I'm just he, blindly defending Bruce. I'm like, I... Are, yeah, man. but he still, like, put as being pretty smart. Like... I'm not saying he's, like, not into... He's obviously still as smart as whatever. But, like... I don't know. When they take Vision to Wakanda, and Shuri is explaining, like, how they can get his mind out oh right and tony like tony and bruce are fucking idiots yeah it just implies like <laughs> bruce is just a fucking moron and shuri has all of the answers i don't know i just I, i'm all i love shuri i think she's hysterical she is actually one of my favorite characters from the black panther movie um and i think she was super underutilized in endgame um all we really see is her walk yeah. out of the portal with T'Challa, and then there's a couple scenes where she's like shooting the panther, the panther blasters, or whatever they were. But yeah, but her, she's not best on the battlefield. She's, I totally buy that she's got better knowledge of how to put together an AI than Bruce and Tony do. Yeah, with the tech that she has. But I really liked that she and Pepper like put together in this episode that uh, that Killmonger is a bad guy, even though it's like glaringly well, yeah, Pepper obvious. Even, like I like, do, like yeah. <laughs> Pepper knew it like right from the start, and the fact that Shuri got the same info from Tony that or from Jarvis that Tony did, like that's that's why I believe they're setting this up for something else. Um, I just I don't know what I don't know why you would do a sequel to this episode but not a sequel to the other ones. Well, I mean, I think some of them you should, but a lot of the other ones were left like with a less specific cliffhanger. Yeah, like I don't like, want a oh, sequel the to the zombie starts. one. I don't want to see. Dude, they're gonna do that one. shit in live action. No, God. That's what I'm hearing. I know. It's, it's ridiculous. I heard it too. Absolutely right. absurd. Kevin yeah. Feige, don't do it. It's, it's we don't need that. <laughs> Bring us the X Men, and then just calm For down. <laughs> just to get, just get me, yeah. get me a speedster of acceptable quality, and then we can talk about zombies. Oh, I don't think we'll ever see Quicksilver again. God help me. I think you're yeah. right. And I am so fucking mad. Yeah. So, anyway, let's all just cross our fingers for the Flash movie. The point I, is... I know. Um, but I... This was, like, a specific cliffhanger, though, with them being like, okay, so let's, let's like, go deal with him. So I'm like, so now what happens? I think this is really cool that... First of all, I... I I give everyone a slide on, like, letting Killmonger get as far as he does because this would be Iron Man 1. There are no superheroes. They don't have zero experience. They well, yeah, Cap's not even expect. on Thawd yet. Thor, no. Thor's not even on Earth. They got nothing, nada. Like, we haven't yeah. even had the post-credit with um, Nick Fury. Like, yeah. it's just... It may as well, The Avengers Initiative doesn't exist as good as, right? Except for Captain Marvel. So, I kind of give them a slide on, like, allowing... Uh, like letting it get so fucked up like they're not exactly (laughs) used to this like they're not looking out for for baddies you know what I mean they're just sort of living their lives and I think it's cool that we get Pepper and Shuri teaming up so I'm like so are they like would I wish that we had like a post credit scene with Nick Fury coming to talk to them like turning around in his chair in that room being like you girls want to start something 
That's what I like. I still can't believe that we are six episodes in and there isn't a single post credit scene for any of these episodes. I, I think right. that is so nuts. You would think that if they were trying to build to a big crossover that they would do it that way. Yeah. Which is how they've always built to their crossovers, right? I don't, I don't know. know. They don't want to do that. I don't know. I guess not. It's to- I'm not even like looking out for them at this point. Most of the Marvel shows haven't had them. Yeah, but- only uh, Loki only had two, and I think WandaVision only had two, two or three. Two or three. There might have been like... I can't remember, but I did like yeah. with WandaVision they had their first one in the Malcolm in the Middle episode where like the or maybe the one after that Modern Family when it was like the early 2000s which is when the first post credit scene started coming in movies with Marvel. Yeah. So that made sense to me. But but yeah, um I did like them at the end and there is footage out there in the universe in some of the teaser stuff of Shuri and Pepper, like, fighting together in Wakanda. Yeah. So I do think we're going to get more of this somehow. Yeah. I, I can't imagine... I don't know, it's weird that they would, like, bring them in for their crossover. I don't know, but I liked their little team-up, and I like to think that however the Avengers went forward from here, that they would have been involved in it. Like, that, okay, so now this is a timeline where everyone's trying to fight Wakanda and Killmonger becomes, like, a bad guy. Yeah. On a global scale. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that would I would actually, like to see more of that. That would kind of be cool, seeing them all have to deal with with that. And maybe the Avengers initiative is put together to fight the Black Panther. Yeah, that would actually be pretty tight. Okay. Right? I'm not here for Shuri this episode. I'm here for what this episode it? set up. All right. That's kind of what I'm saying. Like, I really wanted a sequel. Like, yeah. I'm like, this was cool, but I really like everything happening at the end here. So yeah. i really like to see more of that. Um... I'm trying to think what else we kind of had to say about this. Um, Andy fucking circus. Oh, yeah. That is all. It actually, so, (laughs) I don't know what it was. Like, it took me a while to figure out if that was him or not. Because it did sound like him, but then at other times it was, like, high-pitched. And I was like, no. But then he would say shit, and I'm like, that's... So I'm like, okay, I hear that (laughs) shit for sure. Oh, a hundred percent. I have uh, yeah. I have committed to looking at the opening credits because it typically tells us. Oh, um, that's so funny because I skip them. <laughs> oh no, I am watching that now because I'm like, okay, that's helpful to me and like, yeah. So it's it was definitely Andy Circus. Shit, maybe I should start doing that. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, oh, pay attention, Lindsay. It's telling yeah. you. It's telling you who's here. Damn um, it. Who was here was everybody except for Gwyneth Paltrow and Robert Downey Jr. I don't think Robert Downey Jr. is coming for this. I don't at all. He's not coming back. It's already confirmed. He's done. And good. He should be done. Yeah. Let us do Iron Lad or whatever the fuck or his daughter. Ironheart. It's not his daughter. It's Ironheart. It's a girl from, uh, I think she's from Brooklyn. Her name is Riri Williams. She makes another version of that. She's getting a show. Yeah, called Iron... Well, so the first Something. one is going to be Armor Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's going to be that's all it. about uh, Rhodey. Oh, and really? Likely Crimson Dynamo will be the enemy. Uh, Rhodey's so not someone I want to show about, but okay. I know, but I love I love War Machine. So the more I get to see War Machine, the more here I am for it. 
I mean, here's the thing. I'm like 110% on board for the fucking Hawkeye show. So like, yeah, cool, let's do it. Give me Armor Wars. <laughs> like, I just trust Disney now. Like, it's all good. Even this show yeah. that we are just like kind of over. Lambasting. Um, and and, yeah. And it's only halfway and we have to continue to do this on a weekly basis. And also, it is kind of interesting. Like, it's not like we don't talk for an hour about it. So. No, I know, and I'm not. I'm not trying to say like I fucking hate this show or whatever. It. Just, I'll tell you what it is. It's entertaining in the moment, but I have yeah. no desire to go back and watch any of these episodes again. Yeah. Seeing them once is enough for me. There are ones where I'd like more. Yeah. Like there's there's episodes for sure. Like I. I'd like to see more of, like, Thanos pretending to be a good guy. I liked that. Yeah, that was like that, that was cool. I'd like to see more of Dark Strange. Um, Strange Supreme, we yeah. now know what it's called. Yeah. Pay attention. My, yeah, my bad, everybody. <laughs> Sorry, I told you, I wasn't a huge Doctor Strange fan until uh, Endgame. I really like Doctor Strange, and I, I just think that all of Phase 4 is hinging around him, so anytime that I see him, I'm into uh, it. Yeah. Like, there's, like, legit rumors now that... Strange Supreme is going to be a thing in the movie, like in Multiverse of Madness. Uh, that'd be kind of cool. Like that's, maybe that's what makes Nightmare. Yeah, like people are like that saying this is be. a thing, and I I think that's crazy. I don't think that's like yeah, because then because then it means that if you didn't watch that episode of What If, you have no fucking clue what's going on, and they already right. said that What If isn't going to be that kind of show. That's why I think it's not possible. I don't think anything from this is going to carry over outside yeah. of this show, except for that the multiverse exists. Like, I could see, like, yep. later, like, in Loki season two being like, there could be a world where Schmertimertimer, like, and, you know, talks about <laughs> Good an episode old of Yeah, you know, the episode where we did that. Like, yeah, that's, but, you know, they might do that. I could see that somebody making, like, a flippant comment about it in an example of what the multiverse might mean. And yeah. fans are like, hey, that was an episode of What If? But otherwise, I don't really see this carrying over. So mm-hmm. I'll be astounded if we see Strange Supreme anywhere yeah. else. But I'm I wouldn't mind seeing more Strange. of him in this season. Uh, I wouldn't we mind will. seeing like the, more of that in the crossover fi- finale. That would be dope. I mean, yeah, the crossover the, finale would be cool. The mid credit scene uh, has Current Strange talking to... Well, I don't know if it's Current Strange, but it's Ah uh, Strange talking to Dark Strange. And he's like, what happened here? And then Dark Strange is like, I'll show you. But then wait, it jumps the mid, to a scene wait, of him trying to... the mid-credit scene or the mid-season trailer? The mid-season trailer. trailer. Sorry, my bad. I was like, hang on, just to make sure I know what we're talking about. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's... Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so, and I don't know if that was like... it Was that from the Doctor Strange episode? And I don't remember it well enough? Uh... I don't think so because Dark Strange only wanted that. He never gave Steven the opportunity to chat. He was just like, dude, we need to bring her back. Like, this is, yeah. And I think it says a lot about this episode and our interest in this episode that we're talking about other episodes during. Yeah, well, let's wrap it up. What did you give this episode? (laughs) Jesus, Uh, you're right. I gave this a 4 out of 10. It. It, right from the beginning, as soon as I read the title of the episode, I was like, oh, I know exactly what this is going to be about. Yeah. It, it was insanely predictable. Um, I love Killmonger. I think that he was one of the best MCU villains ever made. Um, 
I don't like that for some reason literally every single person around him except for Tony and T'Chaka could not see that there was something fucking yeah, not like, right with Killmonger. Yeah, should him. totally be able to see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, dude. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. But I, yeah. I don't know. I have I had so much fun watching it that I gave it a seven out of ten. I saw that because I just had a good time watching it. Like I want this in season two. Like I want more of this. And I thought it was kind of fun. Like I think Killmonger's awesome. And I think while I was watching it, I was like, I can tell that he's playing like ten D chess. That's awesome. Yeah. And then well, like, and he does mention like my said, favorite anime of all time. time. So, sorry. Right. I'm to cut you off, but he does mention no, my no. favorite anime of all time, which, uh, for those of you playing the home game, uh, it's Gundam Wing. And Tony <laughs> makes a comment about when he first shows him the suits, he's like, well, if nothing else, we're about to make the world's most expensive Gundam. <laughs> so I, thought I did really awesome. like that. I, I enjoyed them, like, building a mech, and I enjoyed them... Yeah. I enjoyed the way that this episode paralleled the original Iron Man, which I haven't liked in a lot of these episodes. I actually did like that. Like, I thought that it was different enough. Like, going, oh, that's cool. Yeah. I enjoy Killmonger and Tony building a mech together instead of Tony building himself a suit. Yeah. I Well, see, that was the other thing that I did. And I should have I put this as my thing five. But um, I did like that Tony makes the the conscious decision not to put a man in the suit. Yeah, he right? even makes a comment about how a man can be dealt with and emotional, and you know, but a yeah. program, no, you can't do that. So he's already like jumping right into his his uh, armor suit of armor around the world mentality, like right yeah, from the beginning, he he's already in this. So I yeah. did, I did really like that. Yeah, I think uh, I th- I thought it was cool. I liked them together. Yeah. And then I'm like, but he was like such a dastardly villain, but like it's animation, like it worked for animation. God help us if that was in live action. It would be awful. Mm. <laughs> like, but you know, his mustache twirling bullshit like kinda worked <laughs> for me in this. So yeah. I was I was here for it. I gave him and the episode a seven out of ten watching it. Mm-hmm. But I do agree on in retrospect that like I like that was my watching it rating. I probably would have given this like more like a six. Maybe a five and a half. I don't think yeah. it would have gone as low as you did, but I might have dropped it down a little bit if I was kind of in retrospect of, like, his yeah. plan isn't actually that... Great. Like, it's just overly complicated. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like, it makes sense, but it's not like... You can't, like, pick it apart. It's not, like, you know... Like, I don't know, it's not like Westworld season one level of, like, solving mystery and it, you know, fucking makes sense. Oh, well, yeah, and I, I think that's... I think that's the main issue that I took away from this was like too much scheming for scheming's sake just weakens the overall plot. That's yeah, that's what I mean. I do feel like it was scheming for scheming's sake, even if it comes together. But again, the plot to Civil War is way less sensible than this. Kelmonger's yeah. plan makes infinitely more sense than anything that happened in Civil War. So yeah. you know, it's fine. It's fine. But, you know, when we review Civil War, I'll fucking pick it apart for that, too. So I guess we'll see what I give. I'll probably give Civil War a 7 out of 10 and compare it to... Compared to this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But, yeah, Uh, overall, I think it was fine. Um, Anything else on this one? Honestly, no. I'm going to let you just take us out of here because I'm out of beer. (laughs) (laughs) That's legit. (laughs) 
I want to go watch the morning show. I so... <laughs> Um, all right, so but make sure that you subscribe on Spotify and Apple Plus, Apple Plus, Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Woo! Wow. The Woo! newest, Friday, newest, and we're yeah, the only newest. ones. We are the only ones on Apple Plus, guys. On the Apple Plus podcast. Yep. Jesus God. <laughs> so, happy Friday, folks. Make sure you subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts to Behind the Timeline, which is who we are. Um, next up, we're going to be having Mary Poppins. We'll be out on Monday. I have so still excited. yet to see Mary Poppins. I know. I keep checking back every way, day shape, for your notes. I know you do. I'm sorry. That's all right. I haven't made good on that, and it will happen this weekend, but I'm going to watch so much fucking TV this weekend. But anyway, Mary Poppins is coming. Wait, who knows what I'm going to think about it? I have no idea. Probably not going to think as highly of it as most of you because I have no nostalgic ties to it. So come to see me probably pick up the shit like apart yeah. in Mary Poppins. Yeah. Um, then we'll be doing What If Episode 7 um, next, next week. week. Yeah. Get as stoked as we are. <laughs> Following that, um, we're going to continue in the timeline and we're coming up on... Oh my god, we're coming like, up on so Star many Wars great shit fucking movies. Soon. Yeah, we're going to oh. be moving out of Disney stuff soon, so do stick with us. Um, make sure to share and subscribe. We're going to be doing all kinds of fun stuff. We're going to hit on all of the classic 80s movies. We're going to do Star Wars. We're going to do the fucking animated Hobbit. I can't, oh like, God, so. all good things to come, folks. So stick with us. If you have feedback, if you want to be a guest on the show, if you just want to reach out for whatever reason, you can reach us at gobehindthetimeline at gmail.com. Um, if you want to see the hot, hot action happening over on Instagram, because yep. I'm I'm so into the Instagram Dude, right now, guys. It's going great. slaying it on Instagram right now. I appreciate all the love over there, too, guys. The memes are hilarious. Um, and the Wheel of Time stuff is hot on Instagram. So stick with us there at Go Behind the Timeline. We will be celebrating Wattober by yep. demand of Lindsay. Yep. We'll That's be posting for anymore. Wattober. I'm like, I'm behind you 100%. I know you are too, and it's great. I'm just like this. I send Scott stuff. I'm like, there's more Will of Time on Instagram coming. <laughs> I'm getting so excited, but I am genuinely, guys. For anybody who's listening, I am genuinely touched by, you know, the the new subscribers we have, the new sub, the new followers we have on Instagram. How much, um, how welcoming the Wheel of Time community has been, yeah. and how stoked I am to kind of be part of that. And I cannot fucking wait to talk about this show. So stick with us. We're going to do the primer for that coming up soon. So then hit us up on Twitter at Behind Timeline. And other than that, stay nerdy, and we'll see you guys on Monday. See you later, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>